G'day everyone and welcome to the Giddy Up Podcast Season 3 Episode 7. My name is JT and I am joined of course by the wonderful three-time Paralympian champion, Mr. Donny Elgin. Welcome, Donny. And no more mask-wearing, JT. We are free. Mind. We are free. now. Back in the dungeon, mate. Exactly. Now, tonight is going to be a very, well, a different kind of show tonight, in case you've probably noticed already for those of you who are watching. But if you are joining on the podcast, thanks for listening in. Um, but what you are seeing, if you're watching us live, is that we're, well, we're in slightly different circumstances because, well, we're back together. So we've got Donny... Basically sitting next to me, but I, through the modern power any, of technology. I'm miles away. Any closer, mate, I'll be on your knee. This is the first time all night you've <laughs> let me off your knee for the show, so I'm bloody delighted. It is, uh, it's stupidly exciting to be back, isn't it? I mean, this is where the podcast started. It started in a, in your bedroom, and then we graduated <laughs> to your office. And now here we are, ready, back like the, the old gang's back together again. Here we are in, uh, in complete disarray in terms of getting the actual setup right. It's really weird. Where Don's sitting to my left and I'm kind of – I look to Don and I'm not looking at you guys. So we're going to work all that out as the night goes on. You but, know, um, JT, that is the exact reason why I won't have a clue what's on the run sheet well, tonight. So, so here's our beautiful <laughs> wide shot. Do you like that shot, Donny? I reckon oh, that yeah. one works really that- well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad oh. you're still in control. The only thing you need to do, mate, yep. is push record. Have you done that? No, I have not. Holy shit, you haven't either. <laughs> right. So um, now we have. Thank God for that, Donny. Good pick up. Hello and welcome to the Giddy Up <laughs> Podcast. It hasn't been a glitch all night. <laughs> it is going to be a night full of technical disasters, I'm sure, which makes the show entertaining. We do it for your entertainment, of course. Oh, um, now we do, a, well, like every other week, Donny, we have a, a, a vaguely, we have a run sheet. We do. Well, you, you create a run sheet and uh, it doesn't. every now and then you tell me about it. Sometimes you send it to me. Sometimes I look at it. But sometimes I even contribute to it, JT. Well, like tonight, you've contributed a lot to tonight. So I'm looking forward to the in-depth analysis that you love bringing to our Giddy Up podcast <laughs> yes. audience. So this Which, could be interesting. And we're going to get straight into it, Donnie, because this section is... Um, oh, is shit, this is me. This is all you. So I'm very, very excited. Have we got a steal? Weird, wonderful and wacky. Ah, yes, it is the weird, wonderful and wacky segment. And we've got a whole bunch of things that Don has done extensive research on tonight. And we're going to kick it off, Donnie, with... Um, well, the title you? was Penny for Your Thoughts, oh, Donnie. Can you right. tell us a little bit about this one? Oh, JT, let me... First up, we're going to back up because what's happened is we've been oh, in a bit of a right. hiatus. You've been right. travelling around the country and true, stuff. True, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because you can. Yeah, yeah. And so back we haven't done work, finally, yeah. a, uh, a podcast for a couple of weeks. We actually had a bit a rusty. Lot. Mm. I'll tell you what was good, too, getting a less hate mail in that time off. That was well, good. That, that's true. Couple. The inbox is a little lighter. That's yeah, good. So yeah. I'll thank my family for less of that. <laughs> um, now, JT, so what that means is that some time since the last podcast, I actually started grabbing all this material for us. Right. The problem is it's been a while since I've looked at this material. So let me get – all right, Penny, for your thoughts. I can remember this one. This one was about a oh, – I was a cracker, actually. It was a um, – <laughs> Started off well. <laughs> well, it was this fellow who lost his job. Like, he wrapped it up. He was right. working for uh, a mechanic. Yep. And, uh, and the mechanic said, ah, oh, no, you're all done, mate. So he didn't go in for his last shift, didn't pick up his last paycheck, right? So <laughs> then the the, the – like working for him said, well, he's a bit rough. I, I really want my cash. Mm, like I'm mm. owed, I'm owed a bit of cash, right? Which I think uh, off the top of my head was um, about nine hundred bucks. I th- I'm sort of guessing it was about that. Okay, yeah. Because I actually forget. And so what happened, JT, is after he'd complained and, and went to Consumer Affairs and said, hey, hey, I'm owed this body cash. Where oh. is it? And uh, the next day in his driveway, JT, is a wheelbarrow load of pennies no. 
that were dumped in his driveway with the note JT warning language warning here with a big F U to really? the um like so imagine your old boss delivering your last paycheck with a little love note saying F U and wait for a JT. Oh, there's more? Yeah. How would you be if all those pennies yep. were covered in oil? Oh, they really didn't like him. Well, it turns out, JT, that this mechanic is a he's got a bit of form. Okay. He's actually a flog and he's done different <laughs> things to other people. Because of course this went hit social media and social media is great because it brings everyone to the party. Doesn't everyone it? can yep. be a, a media guru on social media. And so they all chimed in and said, Yeah, I've had bad experiences with that bloke as well. So the the bloke who uh, got the delivery of his last paycheck, he to this day has them in a wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow's got a flat tire because bloody heavy, and he continues to clean them one penny at a time. And every day he looks at his little note and he says, F you, straight back to the mechanic. So, crazy story. Crazy. I actually had a video, but do you reckon, you reckon I had it loaded, ready to go? <laughs> Probably I mean, did in the last uh, three well, weeks. I, I did, point, but, so. I, I, but I don't even know how to play it now because I didn't load it in, so we're not even going to watch it. So, there's the first stuff up. I reckon if someone gets a telly going tonight, we are definitely going for double figures tonight. So, that means I'm one, I'm none, you're one. Yeah, yeah. It's, Pretty happy uh, that, JT. Let's stop the show right this now. There's going to be a lot going on on my side. <laughs> so, now, Donnie, um, I know that you're you're well into saving the environment and doing everything you can. And, well, scientists say that they've, um, they've got jet fuel now that he's made from food waste, and that's just going to slash the climate impact of planes. So, Donny, I, I know you would have done a lot of digging on this one. So, hit us with the technical stuff, mate. Uh, I'll tell you what I did with this one, JT. I saw that headline and thought, JT will like this shit. <laughs> and I just flipped that straight to Did not even read that one. I like All I thought about, right, was we're getting old food waste mm. and it's firing up planes. So, I'll tell you a little story. Okay. I first represented Australia in 1994, went to the World Championships over in Germany. Back in those days, there was ashtrays on the flight. So I'm sitting down, there's an ashtray right there beside me. And I thought to myself, oh, wow, you bloody smoke on here. I thought, well, I don't smoke, so I probably won't take it up for the flight. But then I looked around and I seen all these fatties, JT, like real, real big fat people, right? And Th- thyroid thyroid problems? No or? fat, just straight up eating too much, stick too much stuff in their gob, get fat. I tried, people. Yep. Right? <laughs> and I thought to myself, holy shit, I've never flown before. How is this thing going to stay in the air? Right? Since then, <laughs> and it did. It stayed in the air all the way over to Germany. We Funny, landed. Right? No yeah, problems yeah. at all. Right? Yep. And I thought, if they're fat people, they're going to have fat luggage, so there'll be a lot of stuff on board. Right. So I shit myself that whole first flight, no big adult there to talk me through this, right? Mm. So you reckon I shit myself, JT, watching a few fatties. How do you reckon I'm feeling next flight? I go there and I know they've used a few old bananas to keep the bloody thing in the air. <laughs> you know, my flying days are done, JT. No, man, what are you talking about? They reckon <laughs> that um, the US at the moment spend 21 billion gallons of jet fuel every year and they reckon that's going to double by 2050 as flights get cheaper and it gets easier. Uh, and so obviously that's a huge contribution to gas emissions across the globe. So they think that um, by using this, they said it's going to be a hundred a carbon footprint of 165 percent less than standard jet fuel so that's a pretty big saving on the environment jt all they need to do is roll out another COVID, mate there's been no flying well, that's, for, that's a big that buddy. has certainly cut down on there you flights go. globally there you go uh, conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> haven't got that fuel right yet um now um don again you have done an enormous extensive, amount of work for this segment it's quite, imp- quite impressive so this one we're going to talk about 
a new research expedition, Donnie. Now, when you hear research, you get a little bit excited. You know, they do these expeditions and you go, oh, that could be interesting, being at the frontier of science, exploring the world, etc. Mm. But this one was getting, getting put a small group of volunteers and they were going to spend six weeks underground with no way of telling the time and they mm. wanted to study the impact of that on humans. Why don't they just go to Crown Casino? They've got no <laughs> cocks in it. Like, seriously, imagine that. Like, who's going, Jake? Like, is there a bit of love action? Well, we don't know yet. There's 15 people going in, so... Do they know each other? Like, is there couples? What's the story? Is it re- reality telling? Well, the, the thing I love about this is this is your story, Don. Oh, right. <laughs> you should know the answers well, okay. to all of this. I'll tell you what's going to happen. There's, a, there's the, the professor and <laughs> No, JT, it's going to be bloody great. We'll get some research out of this and people will work out if ever we run out of clocks... We can still live. I think that's the that, that's the gist. That's well, the finding. I, I love when you when you do go the extra mile because <laughs> it says like the fifteen strong team. Now look, I'm no math whiz. Oh. Math whiz. Oh, here we go. But it does say, Donnie, that there's seven men and seven women. So now, it's going to be a double. Well, hey, I'm just going hang on seven and seven's fourteen, that's but 14. it's a fifteen strong team. Donnie. Oh, are they taking in an animal? Are they taking Oscar or one of the? A dog no, or something. there's no mention of that. No, it is the uh, the expedition leader, of course, Donnie. Is there a Simon's twin? Oh, there we go. <laughs> All added up. <laughs> now, Don, this is one I've contributed, so right, I've, got okay. to, I've got to take the lead hit on me, this one. Me, I, I'm gonna, well, I don't want to hit you because, you know, you, let's face it, you're a bit sore like, at the moment. We're going to talk about that a bit later on. <laughs> yeah, um, why weird. is Don sore is a very oh, good question that people gosh. should be asking right now. Um, now, you know, have you ever been to, um, you know, the Gold Coast and some of the theme parks, that yes, slingshot ride, you know, when the two people just sit there oh, yeah. and they just you know, wind up the lucky band sort of thing and pew, just yeah, fling you right up into the air. And they normally they film it, right, and you get some funny reactions. People are passed out, and, you know, spewed and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. So, well, there was a bit of an incident in Florida last week, Don. Uh-oh. Now, oh. you know how it sort of, you know, they wind it up and it goes, whee, and it swings oh. up into the air. It, it well, the, the whole idea, of course, is that it comes back. Oh, right? no. Oh, JT, have we lost a couple? Uh, expedition, they're gone to space. <laughs> well, the good, the good news is, don't worry, they no one no one died. But what did happen though was, um, well, I'm just going to show you a photo for those oh, who, who are it. watching, because um, we do need to see this one. Um, right, I'm just trying. And to for those it. of you that aren't watching, You're, you are going to explain it to, no, to our good talk people, right? Get through it. When yeah, I yeah. Know what it is. JT. Well, as soon as I can bloody find it, it's um, um keep keep stalling for well, me. Well, I'll I, tell you what I, <laughs> I like about this, JT. As soon as you say nobody was harmed in the making of this, right? Mm, so mm. straight away that mm. says to me it's it's probably not all bad. Well, look, let's just say that we had to get uh, emergency services involved. On does that give you any more insight into oh what happened? Oh, I, I get the feeling there's a there's a hanger, JT. It's they've the hanger. What, what do you mean by hanger? Well, they're bloody hanging midair. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. But, well, if they haven't slung shot out of the state, mm. then my next guess is that I don't think they would have been wedged to the bottom. Like, I think it would have taken off. <laughs> right. And then just <laughs> maybe stopped up just, there. Just stopped. Well, you're pretty much right. It, um, I can't get this bloody <laughs> photo up for the life <laughs> of me right two. now. There's two. Right there's the second one. Um, I don't know what the hell's happened to my slingshot slot. But um, oh, basically they got stuck. It didn't come the whole way down. They actually had to get emergency services to get a crane to actually go and rescue these poor two people that were stuck. Had they been um, on the source? Like were they 
Have we got any info? Were they young, old? What's the story? Oh, they, were, they, were, they were young. They're probably um, bloody aged when that shit happens. I wonder if they've <laughs> said we'll do it again or you can shove that in you. Well, they were, they were two teenagers. And I was just going to oh. say, would, would you ever get back on that ride again, Don, if that happened to you? Imagine if no, I wouldn't get on the bloody thing in the first place. Not my cup of tea, JT. No, no. sorry. No. no, so you've never done it. No, hell no. I'll ship myself the whole. I'm not into those rides and stuff, JT. Hmm. Like seriously, me on a motorbike doing 200, happy days every day of the week because I'm running the show. But right. putting some, well, this bloody example, what you haven't got is a perfect example of why I wouldn't do this shit, JT. Oh, Plus, I get a bit of like that nausea gut thing. But I, hey, a little life hack. I know okay. we've got life hacks later. We have, we have, yeah, yeah. Have we got some? Yeah. Oh, I'll give one now. Right. Know, okay. If ever you get talked into going on one of those bloody rides, those simulators, right, mm. and your guts is going and it's all because your vision and what you're seeing, trust me, kids, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes and just think you're in the car and you'll go through a few bumps and it's what your brain just doesn't get wired up by what you're seeing. So that is my trick every day. Oh, my kids are probably never going to go on a ride with me. <laughs> yeah, I think you just ruined Well, that. might have just saved some cash. Because I won't have to bloody go on those things. I don't like them. Anyway, shut your eyes if you're on something you don't like. Ah, guess what, Donnie? You got it. Boom! Holy crap, that's Wrong not one. it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have... Oh, Jesus Christ. So give me one job, Donnie, yeah. and I just oh, can't get it right. I've given you a few. Go. That's right. not it again, no, Jake. Here we go. Oh, this one. Right. There we go. Oh, there it is. Right There's on. a shot. So um, talk this. The lights are still working. Uh, look, that's important. You know what? We're spending enough time on this crap anyway. There's the photo if you're watching yeah. it. If not, we're going to move on to the next one, which I think is... Um, what is it? Well... What is it? You know, we've a lot of people have commented and say, "What happened to little Oscar? Is he around? Is he, you know, what's going on?" And so the good news is, Oscar is well. Oh, he's um, well. He's bloody taking over. Well. He show. might make an appearance at some point in the show yes. tonight because it's a bit loose. Let's be honest. And, and I'm just about in his like scratch yeah, in, pad, in, his, so. in his territory. Yeah. But um, there was a guy in the UK that um, you know, when your neighbours put their house up for sale, Don, and you're sort of like, you just you just want to know. You go, oh, here's a chance. I just want to have a bit of a squiz inside. Oh, yeah. See what's happening, you know, et cetera. Let's be honest, 50% of foot traffic in those in people's <laughs> yeah, houses that, in the suburbs has got to be noisy neighbours. No, nosy neighbours, right? Yeah. Exactly right. So, so much to the surprise of this guy in the UK, he thought, oh, I'm just going to have a look. And he's looking at the house and, uh, well, he looks into one of the rooms in into the bedroom and he sees this cat lying on the bed. Yeah. It's bloody his cat. <laughs> his cat had been pissing off during the, the day, going next door and just cruising, you know, oh, just sleeping at the next door neighbours. So he's. Uh, and have they been feeding it? Geez, they've been looking after him. He's been leading this double life, this little cat. Oh, so, I love um, it, mate. That's fantastic. There you go. So you can Could have been a lot worse. Imagine if he had a. Been a telescope pointing into his house or something like. That. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you can never trust cats. So they're just nah, really selfish little shit, aren't they? I'll tell yeah. you what. So, Fair so enough. there you go. That was our very disjointed and you know, let's face it, nah, missing a lot of shit. I know it was pretty ordinary. People wasn't it? are missing um, shit to listen to this shit. So um, that's all right. <laughs> Good on them. Right now, no, no, given- no, hang on. There's one more. Oh, there's more. No, there is one more. I really want to show this photo oh, no, because I flashed it up on the screen before. This, oh. Donnie, for those that are looking at it, is a really, really old shark. They reckon this shark is about 400 years old. Oh, who was here at his birth? Like, no, well, no one. prove that shit? Well, it's interesting you say that because with fish, you know, like with trees, you know, they count the, amount, the rings in the on the tree to try and work out how many years. There's a new ring it forms every year and that's how they date how old trees are. Have they cut that fucker open just to work out how no, old No, no, they didn't do that. But um, with, with fish, um, they actually often examine their ear bones because it's actually very uh, similar. It has fish cons- got ears. Yeah, inside. Just go with it. Um, but however, gr- Greenland sharks, which is what that was, are very oh. difficult to age because there's no parts in their body that show growth layers until... <gasps> until... 
Did, did, you got some music for this? Uh, until they actually realise that um, the lens of their eyes, uh, they can actually radio carbon date it. And that's how they actually determined that that shark was about 400 years old. Now, I'm sort of thinking um, if you radio, you know, if you radio carbon dating the, the lens of the eyes, yes. there's only one way to do that in the laboratory. So I'm tipping they killed the shark just to, just to work out how old it is, which is well, kind of not really good, is it? Well, if you caught it and you were going to throw it back and you thought, well, I'll get a couple hundred K if I <laughs> take it in, yeah, maybe. But maybe. seriously. I know, right? Yeah. Ah, Science, research. It's bloody got a lot to stand for, hasn't it? It really has, hasn't it? Geek of the week. Oh, Donnie, I love trying to bring everyone some really geek, geeky sort of news, and I've covered lots oh, of stuff. more than the fucking shark eyelid one. <laughs> yeah, more than that. <laughs> right? um, we've, we've spoken a lot about you know sciencey things and yes. some real geeky yes, computer yes, things, but I want to talk about a topic that I'm pretty excited and passionate about tonight, Donnie. And I, our money whisperer has also been sort of oh. dancing around the edges of this oh. one for a while. Oh. So I want to tell everyone about. Cryptocurrency. You're gonna JT is gonna unravel crypto. You you just got to get in it now, Donnie. I know oh. that you've uh, you've had a bit of a dabble in crypto. I have indeed, and uh, I've I've had a, a fairly decent dabble yeah. in crypto as well. And, so this um, is our last podcast, we're buddy. It's <laughs> we're, flying. We've bought our own suckers. tropical island, and we're now multi billionaires. So it's been great doing the show. Good, yeah. see you later. Um, but no, it is actually really um, starting to go nuts. So if you're not into crypto, and this is not financial <laughs> advice by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination, bullshit. Uh, but seriously, load up, put your house on it. <laughs> well, how do they do it, Jay? Tell us about this because. Like I seriously, I had my hair cut by a hairdresser the other day, yeah, and that's what I'm calling it. But it was it was interesting because I asked her a couple of questions, and most people that have got no skin in the game, yep. know stuff all about crypto, and, and that's, that's right. fair enough because I didn't know anything about it at all. Not that I know much now, yeah, yeah. Yep. But and I said to her, I said, "Oh, what's the current rate of Bitcoin?" Mm. Right? She goes, "Oh, it's about forty thousand, mm. right?" And I thought, "Okay, that tells me all I need to know because the last time I looked, which was about twenty minutes before we went to the barbershop, yep. it was sitting at seventy-two. It's yep. since had a little bit of a bump since then, which yep. is good." Um, so tell me, this is invisible money. That's the way people see it. It's bullshit. It's de- it's decentralized. Nobody actually touches this coin. How can it possibly be worth anything? JT, please explain. Well, look, some of that is actually true, but it is effectively it's a form of payment that can be exchanged for online goods and services. So now Bitcoin is becoming a lot more mainstream and we've just seen a couple of weeks ago that Tesla have announced that you can now purchase a brand new Tesla using Bitcoin. Um, so it can be used for payments of goods. How many Bitcoins? You know, how much you is it probably Tesla? Need, well, probably only one because um, uh, Bitcoin is currently trading at about $78,000 for one coin. And uh, at the start of the year, it was down around $30,000, Donnie. So uh, it has gone up significantly. Um, but cryptocurrencies essentially rely on a technology called blockchain. Now, it is getting really technical. We're not right. going to go into a lot of that. But basically what it does is it, it spreads out transactions and records across multiple multiple um, computers it is high security and that's why even banks are now looking at getting into crypto now at the moment there is about two trillion dollars globally invested in crypto and that is growing literally daily at the moment but uh, bitcoin accounts for about 1.5 trillion of that so the majority of crypto money is absolutely in bitcoin but it is slowly moving into what they call altcoins which is essentially any other cryptocurrency other than bitcoin and that's where there's potentially some really good gains to be made in crypto 
So that said, you really haven't helped me much why mum and dad punter mm-hmm. would go and redraw on their mortgage or grab the lazy five large that they got under the mattress and say, mm-hmm. right, head down to the bank and buy me some coin. Yep. So the reason why people are getting into cryptocurrencies, a lot of people see it as the currency of the future. At the moment, banks control all the money globally, right? Um, and the the reason they're sort of a bit going, where you will, this whole crypto and governments are a bit cautious, is that they banks don't control it. Um, right. So a lot of people who does to, well, no one, and and this is the thing around. Depending on the coin, there are some certainly some panels and some controls and mechanisms in place, but no one government controls cryptocurrency. Um, so it removes the central banks from the supply, um, and typically, what happens over time, banks you know reduce the value of money by inflation. That won't happen with cryptocurrency, and for some cryptocurrency, there is a limited supply. So in Bitcoin, there is only so many Bitcoins that can be generated, and so it's now been essentially digital gold is what they're referring to. Once there's no more Bitcoins that are going to be available, so if you've got one, it is just going to keep going up in value. And right now, as I said, it's nearly $80,000. There's a lot of people expecting that to be at a million dollars over the next couple of years for one coin. Um, So, JT, a a couple of years back, and I reckon it would have been about 2018, don't quote me on this, Mm -hmm. I I sort of had a bit of a sniff around this, and I'm one of these type of humans that just, a bit of FOMO, the fear of missing out, so I go, right, I'll I'll have a crack, like, stuff, someone's going to get rich, I'll miss out on the dot-com thing, so... Who knows, but I'll, I'll get into this. Now, it was bloody complicated. There was, mm. It was so many things I had to do and, and fake emails and all sorts of shit just to buy into some coins, right? So yep. I bought yep. into a couple of um, – a few different ones. And, and what I found, JT, is that it's got simpler as we've got along. Like now yep. the process to actually go down – you can't go down the street and into the bank because clearly they don't sell them. But sure. the process to buy them is a whole lot easier. But why still do you think that, that Bitcoin or, or coins mm-hmm. will – will take over and why now? Why didn't you tell us about this, you know, two years, three years ago? Well, I think it was an emerging technology, obviously, years ago. It's now becoming a lot more mainstream. So literally just in the last couple of weeks, we've had Visa uh, now announcing that uh, cryptocurrency can be used to make purchases. Now, Visa, so Visa as in what, your, your MasterCard Visa style? Correct. So Visa are now starting to go into crypto and literally two days ago, PayPal have now said that we are – uh, also going to allow payments via crypto. And there's some details behind that. But essentially, when you've got you know, major corporations buying into Bitcoin, you've now got major payment gateways, Visa and PayPal, saying we're going to accept crypto. You can see now that it is really gaining some momentum. And it's certainly been very volatile. And you can literally look at and I know you've got you know some some stuff and, you, and some coins. You can look at your account one day and go, oh, you beauty. And look at it the next day and it might be a different story. Yeah, but over time... Chocolate lollies real quick in this that, game. That's right. But um, there are some significant games to be made and I honestly think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity this year because in a couple of years crypto is just going to be the norm um, but right now it's sort of still in that early adopter phase so I think it's a really good opportunity if people are interested. Right. so yep. this brings me back to the no bullshit filter that we put on mm-hmm. our show at the start. Mm. We've always said that if people um, you know, reach out, we've talked about mental health, we've talked about all these things that, hey, we're available if you're interested, just reach out, send us an email and we'll connect with you um, to help. 
can we help? Like, uh, like we're not bloody financial people. No, we're certainly uh, not. But <laughs> can you can you steer somebody into a step by step guide of how to buy a coin or set up an account or something? Uh, like that? Absolutely, we're happy to help. Just reach out to us, and we we will help you get set up. It is actually very very easy these days, um, and you can literally get started with a dollar or ten bucks or something. It's not like you have to put a huge amount in. So you can just uh, chip in ten bucks, and you could buy point zero 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 one percent cent of a bitcoin. You don't have to buy full coins, and I think that's a common misperception. People go. Oh, well, I'd like to get in, but I don't have 78 grand to buy a Bitcoin. Well, you know what? You could buy 10 bucks of a Bitcoin if you wanted to. So absolutely, if you're interested in uh, getting involved and learning more about crypto, happy to help. Just reach out and we'll get you set up. JT, just before we get off this one, I want to tell you a little something. I remember watching uh, an article, I was coaching, an assistant coach down in uh, Ballarat. One of my mates had a footy club down there and I was going down there. I said, mate, buddy, Bitcoins, we should have a look at this. And he goes, oh, yeah, we'll keep it on. Anyway, Sunday night, it was on the, uh, on the like, Sunday night, buddy, shows, whatever they are, 60 minutes or something. And they said, oh, this Bitcoin, they were talking to these people, said, oh, it was at $20,000 and people, like, their lives changed, right? And they said, oh, no, we got out at 15000 We made, you know, 100000 It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then people were just beside themselves that a coin could be worth $20,000. Mm-hmm. It then had a bit of a free fall and everyone goes, yeah, told you, that coin mm-hmm. is crap. Mm-hmm. Look, got down to about $3,000, JT, to the best of yep. my knowledge. Yep. And now it sits at what? Nearly, 70, nearly 88, 78,000 bucks. 78,000. So if you don't mind, if you had a board in at $3,000 and thought, I'll just get a couple of those. Yep. Well, let, yeah, let, let's not forget, it, you know, when Bitcoin first came out, it was literally cents to buy a Bitcoin. So there are literally a lot of people that are multi-millionaires, if not billionaires, on the back of some Bitcoin, the early adopters. There was a very famous story about a guy very early in the piece um, that bought uh, a pizza. It was one of the first transactions to be made uh, with Bitcoin. And I think at the time, I'm not exactly sure of the coin, it was something like 25 coins or something like that, 25 Bitcoins to buy a pizza. And, uh, well, you know what those coins are worth oh. now. So it was one very expensive pizza. Holy crap. So there you go. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, worth looking at. If you're interested, uh, feel free to reach out and we'll, uh, we'll help you get underway. Yeah. Get it up, exactly right. Now, Donnie, we love discussing a few things uh, oh, each, each right. show. Do and uh, this is where we get a little bit controversial sometimes. So we've got a couple of topics that we want to just uh, hit up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you up with one straight away, Donnie, around. And it got a lot of media exposure. We've talked a lot about the cancel culture. Oh, yes. Because I know it just just does our head in, right? Uh, and there was a, a lot of work going on to go with the gay time name change. So there's a guy at Startup Petition and said, I want gay time, the ice cream the name to be changed because it's offensive and uh well what are your thoughts donnie well jt up until i heard brian uh who i think was the name that uh started on change.org that website around um you know change the name of gay time i I actually heard an interview and i think it was paul murray uh did an interview and had this bike on and when i heard him honestly uh, my it, it took the wind out of my fight and the reason it took the wind out of my fire is because this was a classic example of somebody screaming for their 15 minutes. It, it, he Like, in terms of offensive and all that sort of... Like, there was a young guy, he was gay, he had some struggles, and his point was, why should my sexual preference be on an ice cream label? And I thought, mate, if, if that's where you're at... Unfortunately, your sexual preference comes second to gay time. So I had a bit of an issue with that. But honestly, I actually felt sorry for him. I thought, 
getting him some help as opposed to kicking the crap out of him for being a dipshit would be a better option. So, mate, if people can choose to call for change all they like. What society needs to do is stand up and have some sort of barometer for when we go, okay, we're going to swallow that and go with it because, yeah, it's fair and reasonable and and then what do we say? Hey, back in your box, champ, just because you're offended. At the moment, there's a whole lot of outrage about people that are offended that we can't just have a joke anymore. All those offence all of a sudden don't count for anything the minority group does. So, mate, I just felt, well, I actually felt sorry for this bloke and uh, the gate time name shouldn't change i don't think it'll get the momentum and i'm i really don't give a shit as long as they don't change the flavor of the ice cream because they're bloody nice mate. Yeah, i love they, the are delicious. they actually did a survey there was a number of surveys done but there yeah. was a, a big survey done by i think it was news.com.au that did a survey asking if people felt it should be changed yeah 98 percent donnie said no yeah there you go and that's that's about in line so it's okay everyone can have their chance to have a whinge but we don't need to we don't need to follow it. Yeah, I know. There we go. Good point. Um, now, Donnie, um, obviously uh, the Victorian Premier had a fall down the stairs. Yes, uh, JT. He, now, this is one I've got for you because you did say to me very clearly in the mm-hmm. last podcast before we went off air for a couple of weeks because you were travelling around the country yep. that uh, Dan the Man will not be back. And I said, bullshit, JT. You suggested that he might have, uh, well, he might have had some support with his fall and and you also made an outlandish claim and said he will not govern the state again. Now, today, JT, you've been bloody right. However, however, word on the street, JT. Here we go. Word on the street is he's just having a bit of sick leave and he'll be back soon, mate. Oh, well, that's great. Great news to hear. I hope he's recovering well at home. And we oh, we don't wish him to, ill, um, by the way. That's not what he's No, no, about. it's not at all. We it's look forward to having him back when he's fit and healthy. But uh, I'm standing by that I still don't think he will be returning as Premier. And been awfully quiet, don't you think? We had one tweet come from a hospital ward and nothing since. That seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah, but oh. when you go on leave, JT, do you oh, yeah, bloody just, just tweet all the time? Back off social media, you reckon? Oh, just lie just low. kick back, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, nothing to worry about then. I'm sure he'll be back in no time. Oh, you're saying there's something even more sinister. Like they've chopped his fingers off and he can't tweet anymore. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not Holy saying that. <laughs> definitely not saying that. Um, now, you know, Donnie, um, we've, there's been a lot of protests uh, in Melbourne recently, yes, the climate change have. protesters. They've literally yes. shut down the whole of Melbourne. Yes. They've bloody just literally decided to mm. erect a stupid tripod in the middle of the road and banked up traffic, hours of delays for people. And everyone just goes, oh, yeah, that's not great. you know. And most people, I reckon, would be pretty pissed off if I was in the car, Donnie. And that was in front of me. Probably wouldn't end well. What are you saying? You just run over them? I'd either run out and I'd get over <laughs> and I'd rip the shit down <laughs> and just get on my way. Because you know what? I'm all for people having you, you know, say what you got to say, freedom yep. of speech, all that stuff. No problems whatsoever. But you have no right to inconvenience hundreds of thousands of people who are just trying to go home, get back to their family, get to their sport, get to their kids, whatever it is. You have no right to impeach on someone else's, uh, you know, space like that. But, JT, the, the planet's at stake here. Like, it could cook if they don't lie down on tram tracks and shit. Yeah, again, there's much better ways to make a protest than pissing off hundreds of thousands of people because all that's doing is turning people against them. Now, I love this, Donnie. Now, I did contemplate whether I should put this in the Hero of the Week or the Dickhead of oh, the Week. Oh, I like these borderline um, ones. But, what have you got? Uh, well, this, is, you got? this is something similar. It just happened in Perth recently, and oh, I'm no. actually going to share the video uh, with, with our audience, and the audio will Perth make later sense in the too. Year, make sure I'm still welcome, JT. <laughs> Get out of my 
Well, JT, it's what you've just shown there is a guy who has reacted to the way you said you would. Mm-hmm. Who's he's ripped down the uh, protest sign, and then what you may not have been clear is he got jumped then by about four or five cops, Correct. and he's now probably the villain out of all this, as opposed yep. to the people. What I would love to know if in his car he's got a sick kid and on the way to hospital. Like, you wouldn't want that to happen, but I tell you what, if I had a sick kid, I wouldn't be jumping out to take the sign. I'd probably act the same way you said you would. So, mate, it's it's interesting, isn't it? We can say whatever we like, but at the end of the day, these people that make a public nuisance of themselves are, are not held accountable, and unfortunately, they bloody should be. So, uh, yep, I reckon society needs to stand up and, uh, and call it for the way they see it. And if it's burning down a sign or running over a one or two... The other thing, JT, is... What's the government's position on this? Because clearly the government is at fault because that's why they're, they're protesting in the first place, right? You try and protest in China, mate, out come the water cannons and you're going to be drinking bloody big-ass juicy water for a whole lot of time if you attempt to continue to protest. protest. So I don't know why they don't do it here. I think we're just a bunch of soft cocks. They don't use a um, fire brigade like they should. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, as I said, no time for, for dickheads like that whatsoever. So, uh, you know, water cannon them, do what you need to do, get them off the street. I oh, don't shoot them. Like, no, shoot them. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> get, get rid of them. Piss off. Bloody hot, Daniel um, Andrews. JT's on the ball pass. Piss them off. Um, now, Don, we, we do have this little uh, uh, section that we, we like to call TikTok. Oh, you do, yes. It's time for TikTok. Now, Don, we've spoken a lot about my love of sharks. Oh, well, JT, I wouldn't call your interest in sharks love. That's not what I'd call it. Well, look, I've got a lot of respect for sharks. I think, you know, they do their job in the ocean and the oceans are better that sharks are in there. Mm -hmm. I just don't like them when they're anywhere near me. So I just thought I'd share a couple of um, clips here from TikTok just showing. Just going to give Sarge a heads up if she's watching this. There's going to be some clips of a shark. Well, this is just what sharks just do. Now, I've killed the audio here, but I'm just going to add my own audio for for effect. Do that, Jake. But you know how when you're you're young and you you go to the cliffs down the beach and you go, oh, there's a cliff, let's jump off the the pier and you jump into the water because you go, this will be fun. You're not turning into a killjoy and going to stop cliff jumping. No, no, it is a lot of fun. All I want people to know is I'm just doing a community service Mm. announcement. I want people to know that at the bottom of that cliff, there are sharks waiting for you. Oh, not necessarily. No, they are always there. Where has there ever been bloody proof that sharks are just loitering at the bottom of cliffs? What I've learned on TikTok. Well, not that one. <laughs> and not oh, that, one. that one. Or one of these ones. See, that's Hang a on. shark. That's a shark right. spiracy, here we go. right? I've got to hear it. Here we go. This is the one. Here we go. Yeah, right, okay. There you go. Up the top here of the cliff. This looks jumping. like a bit of fun. What's going on here, JT? Right. Explain it. Oh. What the hell is that, Don? <laughs> Did you put that funny? What was that? Just tell the listeners who haven't got video what the hell oh. was that. Well, I think someone is playing with the audio for a start, JT. That was a Jaws buddy audio. But there was no I shit you not, I didn't that didn't look too photoshopped to me. It looked like there was a shark swimming around underneath clip cliff sort of action. So um 
Yeah, I reckon you might have one there, JT. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, it must have been. I don't spend a lot of time in shark-infested waters because I'm running out of bits to feed them. <laughs> yeah, there's a very good reason why we shouldn't go near water and sharks. It just never should mix. And Don, I just want to illustrate the point because you know, everyone goes, oh, but sharks, they don't, they don't like humans. They don't want to eat us. You know, we don't taste good for them. They're just, you know, doing their job, just <laughs> cruising around the ocean. Survey, Minding their own business, not trying to terrify humans. Mm. It's just we happen to be in there. They've been space. made out the villain through movies That's like right. Jaws. That's yes. exactly right. So, can, just Don, can you just explain, please? Right, I'll give me best shot. What do you just, got, JT? Just explain uh, this particular scene. Okay, so far. Next time you are having a bad day. Oh, hang on. Is this Think shark? of this bloke in a rubber boat. Oh, nom, nom, nom on a bloody... Dinghy. Yeah, that is a great white shark actually chomping into a rubber boat <laughs> that contains humans for the pure, you know, the why is it doing it? The taste. Clearly, because it wants to get the humans out of the boat and rip shit through them, Tony. <laughs> the JT, you're a killjoy. Now we can't even jump off cliff tops. We can't go rubber bloody dinghy and we can't do anything with you around. Hey, I'm just, again, community service announcement. I'm just trying to help people, Don. Oh, you're killing me. No. Now, um, speaking of, um, well, being a bit of a killjoy, Don, Oh, well, this I, is not where we bring Nan in, is it? Well, Nandy's coming up next, so right, it okay. isn't so going to be too far soon, away. Right, she's, she's going to be close to me. She's going to tell me that I've got to stop eating pies and donuts and shit, so do we really need to bring her in, JT? <laughs> well, I could probably tell you that already without yeah. without yeah. actually adding any, anything right, to it. But I'm fattening myself up for the chance. No, this is where I get to jump on my little you know soapbox, Donnie. And what, just well, now? Yeah, and just get my little <laughs> section. JT's Pick of the Week. Oh, now, what, what's in the firing line, JT? Oh, Donnie, what is it? I'll tell you what. I've spoken about this before, but live exports, Donnie. Yeah, you're not they, a fan. When they load a whole bunch of animals on, they ship them overseas. Right. Doesn't end well a lot of the times. And Now, we've all had a bit of a laugh. There's been a lot of memes. I actually had a couple loaded up, which, of course, I've stuffed up. There's another technical <laughs> stuff up that I can't actually show you because it was an absolute cracker. Um, but we've all heard about the Suez Canal being blocked up by this one oh, ship. Oh, yes. And yes. it has caused a bit of chaos on the yes, seas. Um, true. Big Buddy, what was that? Was he off his tree or did he just... Oh, they don't dust know. Storm. It is being... That's they're saying the dust the storm, but they now it appears as though there might be some human error. Who would have thought? Oh, you think? Mm. Um, now, oh. apparently... Well, not apparently. It's now freed and it's everything's back and yeah. the ships are now. But there's a huge backlog, right? Oh, you'd suspect there'd be a backlog. Massive yeah. backlog. And uh, unfortunately, in that backlog, there's about 20 ships in there that are carrying about 200,000 live animals. Oh, that's that probably haven't got a lot of food and stuff that's, for excess uh, days. That's exactly right. So um, now mm. apparently, according to EU law, yeah. the ships that carry live animals have to have a 25% more food than planned uh, right. in case of delays. Okay. However, most animal... Animal welfare organisations say that hardly ever happens anyway. Right. But the reality is, and here's an example, there was a ship that, a ship that left Romania on the 16th of March. It was supposed to arrive in Jordan on the 23rd of March, so a seven-day journey. But now they're expecting it at best it'll be there on the 1st of April. So it's a nine-day delay. Ooh. So even if that ship had the 25% feed, which most don't, um, that would have only given about one and a half days food. So again, we have you know animals that are going to die a horrible death, um, you know, purely because they're just going to get. I just don't understand it. We're taking the animals over, 
They're just going to get slaughtered anyway. It makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. So what are you saying, JT? They should be picked and packed before they're sent off. Is, no, that, what, is ex- that the answer? That's exactly right. I mean, right. Why, why would you put an animal through that much trauma? And and here's a photo for those that are watching of just how crammed, um, yeah. some sheep are crammed in there, and now they're just not going to have any food and water. I just think it's just sickening, disgusting, and it needs to stop. Well, I thought that was panic buying for toilet paper when COVID <laughs> was on, to be honest. But anyway, mate, that is, I think, a good point. And like always, JT, you got a solution. Just uh, do it all before and send it over because we've got some good meat and cheap and stuff. So, I don't know well, you're not, again, I look, I get it. People want to eat meat. That's cool. I'm not here to, to tell people not to eat meat, but I just don't see the point of putting an animal through that much torture um, yep. just for the sake of slaughtering them when they get off the ship anyway. JT, I, I get the feeling that we might have an animal-sponsored segment soon, the way you're going. If you're not <laughs> sponsored by somebody multi-million dollar, you know, pet-loving joint, we might actually... We're, we're, we're happy to take you on board. Yes, we uh, are. Great idea, JT. No, no, very exciting. Now, right, well, now what's coming up? Well, we are going to be talking to Nant live. Live? Uh, live, live. And when, when I say live, Don, I mean live as actually here. This scares me. With down. us. We're not doing a live We haven't cross. got room for me and you. How are we going to pick uh, Nant in here? <laughs> not that have, she's fat. I have no idea, but um, we are going to squeeze her in somehow, any, <laughs> any moment now. We just she's going to magically shotgun on Oscar's buddy, <laughs> kitty litter. Magically going to appear, and and I'm just going to keep stalling until she does appear. Right, so, okay. So this, this is Nance. Pick the Charlie. Charlie, come in, Nant. Right, and so um, like JT, yep. just have a stab. Like yep. we've put it out to the people. We said, we right, have. what do you reckon Nance should talk about? And she's mentioned some bloody big things. So I'm pretty excited that you know she'll come with some some wisdom. So whenever she's ready, yep. this will be good. Well, watch this. This camera is not going to work. Here we go. Hey! There's there sort of that, but watch this. Where are you? I'm just going to go. Here we go. Sometimes you just got to do stuff right. randomly on the fly. There's Nant. Hello. Oh, there's Nant. Hello, Nant. And, and there's Don. Yep, I'm with that and close. Here's me, modern technology. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. So, Nant, you, this is I your segment was, and we bloody love this. I so. was going to go on a rant. Oh, rant from Nant. something you sent me. Oh, God, what have I done? However, what, what have I said? Hang on, we've got to share this mic, mate. So, however, yes. I was speaking to your beautiful wife upstairs. Oh, thank God. So I'm going to leave the rant till next week <laughs> because this is really important. We were discussing working in an office. And when I worked in an office, yes. you had Friday night drinks and chips. Yes. You had um, everyone had a birthday. Yes. I think everyone had at least five birthdays. I don't want to kill you, Nick, but we're still having birthdays, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to have birthday cake in an office. Nothing wrong with that. And then you had chocolate for celebration, for sales. You had chocolate for... for is this your segment then? Are you, yeah. buddy? Is this your so rant for next week? What, or no, what? this oh. is... So what we need to do is have <laughs> accountability buddies in the office. Right. Because it's really, I better it's hold really that challenging... <laughs> It's really challenging when you're trying to change some habits. Would you stop? <laughs> right, here we go. Right, now, go. This is your segment. This it's is not really, really challenging you when think. you're trying to change habits and you're the only one that doesn't want cake or the only one that's not having chips. You're the only one that's not having a drink. Right. So we need to get accountability partners in the office to help us. Preferably it would start with an office manager. Preferably it would start with a leader leading that around the office. If not, you can start it yourself. You need to get an accountability partner, which is exactly what your wife is going to do next week. All right, when good. When she gets back to work. Because we Thanks spend, very much, Nick. What a great segment. We <laughs> spend eight hours a day at work, at least, most of our life. And we need to make sure that what we're doing at work oh, is shit, contributing yeah. to our health and contributing to our 
habits and our behaviours and, and making sure that we can do sustainable long-term changes. Right, okay. So, Nick, just to be clear, is this your next week's segment or is that this week's segment? Right, okay, so let me just clarify. I've got, I can't do two things, hold this camera and talk. Right, so Ned, what we want to discuss is accountability buddies. Yep, at and, work. and importantly, the ability to say no thanks. Absolutely. Right, so we shouldn't be shamed into, cake shamed into eating more cake. Cake shamed. No. <laughs> yeah, cake shamed. But it happens all the time. Does it? Yeah. You oh, say no thanks noticed. and people say no, come on, do it. Come on, have some. Well, you did that to me with that scotch upstairs, Ned. I did not. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, well, there it is. We've heard it first Accounting, from... Accountability buddies work, especially okay. in an office environment. Right, so we just... Is this our, is this our health whisperer, Nan? Is that what it is? Yep. What's your yep. gig? Health whisperer. Yep. Yeah. Right, uh, accountability buddies is our answer. Yep. And, um, and for the office. For next, the office. Next week is the rant of what you sent me. <laughs> and just as a heads up of what um, Don sent Nant during the week was, um, well, a whole bunch of uh, claims that, well, the guy who invented cigarettes lived to 150 oh, and the right. guy that um, invented yeah. blah, 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 blah. I was blah, worried blah. for a minute that I'd actually... Oh, that is coming back at you in spades, my friend, Donnie. Mm. Good, I didn't send any... Maradona died more. when he was 60, blah, blah, blah. No, save it for next week. No one gives a shit this week. Yeah. We've got accountability <laughs> buddies. Excellent. Thanks, Nant. <laughs> Bye for now. Cheers, <laughs> JT. Look at that for modern technology. I tell you, mate, that is um, that is super impressive because I hadn't thought of an accountability buddy before. I think of drinking buddies, and mm, um, mm. so now we we see. I told you, she's not going to be good for me, JT. <laughs> this is not going to end well. I uh, know, it, it but it is a great tip, and and, um, great and, tip. and I think a lot of times it's so true that peer group pressure it hasn't changed from school, has it? You know, it's no. what happens at school and happens in the office. Oh, everyone else is eating. I better have it. So if you can actually get an accountability partner, or it's as Nat said, if it's actually led from the office manager and go, "Hey guys, yeah. we're all on this journey together. Let's cut the shit out, and yeah. you know, we'll have some healthy food or whatever." Then everyone wins. JT. I'll drink to that. Ah, uh, there we go. That's <laughs> oh god, you're in for a world of hurt, my friend. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Homemade vodka. Love oh, it. now this is one of our favourite. What do you got, JT? Well, it's one of our favourite segments, Donny. Is it? Do you know what? What's it called? Um, uh, here I'll... You bloody ripper! Close. Very, very you close. You bloody ripper, JT. Now, Donny, a lot of people, if you are listening to this show, you would know that Donny is a motivational speaker. Oh, I think um, that's got legs on it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's been in demand. He's worked all over the world, you know, going and motivating people. He does schools. He does corporates. He does workplaces, footy clubs. You name it. They see this bloke standing out the front with one leg and they go, oh, geez, he's had a hard run. But, oh, geez, look at him. He's <laughs> He's been training with Hawthorne and oh, he's, 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 he's gone to three world champions, uh, Paralympics yeah, and world, world champions, champions yeah. Commonwealth three Games. Wow, if he can one do point. that. Bloody hell, I can do everything. People are running through walls and you know, it's amazing if you go and see Donnie when he's doing his presentation. But Donnie. It's a lot of fun when I... Yeah, what a... JT. Well, I've got some bad news. Oh, God. I haven't been cancelled, have I? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's a very competitive space. Right, who's oh, there now? I mean, there's got competition. There's Don't a lot of... There's, you know, Dylan everywhere, of course. Oh, yes, been, yeah. you know, Dylan Alcock. you got to pick yeah, your mark. But he's yeah, he's okay. all over the place now. There's yeah. lots of people, but Donnie, yeah. I think... I think I'd be a little bit worried if I was you. Oh, why? Who stepped up, JT? Well, this is it's funny you say that because there's a guy called Claudio Vieira de Oliveira. <laughs> no, you can laugh, Donnie. You can laugh, but he is your competition. Oliveira. He beat Oscar. Now, I know you take, you're a very competitive person. Well, a little bit. And, well, this guy, I reckon he's got you. What's he do, JT? Now, What's his story? Well, Everyone's got a story. Well, sometimes they say a picture is worth a thousand. 
words. Oh, no. Here we go. And if, if I had the picture, I'd show you. So I'm feeling good so far because it's another technical stuff up from JT. Yeah, yeah, so the I've, competition's not on screen. No idea where the actual photo right, is. Okay. But I've got it somewhere. No, no. I'm, I'm getting to it. Trust me. It's right, coming. Okay. Um, but I am going to show the, the picture. But, Donnie, this guy is, well, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just going to say inspirational. Oh, Okay. Have you got the picture yet, JT? Because I hear that a lot and it's called inspiration porn. And sometimes I just think people are lacking and they they dig for things to make themselves feel good. So what is this, buddy? Right. Well, I'm going to put the photo up now. Alavira. And be prepared for a bit of a shock. Right. I'm going to explain this to our people who are listening on a podcast right. because he has this, um, it's called arthrogryposis multiplex congenita. Yeah, I feel sorry for him already. <laughs> yeah. I try saying that when you No, I, I'm not going like to try that. Um, have a look at this, Donnie. What's he got? What? Now, if you're looking at that picture, you're just going to go, what the hell am I looking at here? This Where's guy, he from, JT? Well, he's, he's, what do you mean? He's from Brazil. Well, he'll win bloody Brazil's got talent because that is very <laughs> impressive what he's done with his head. So basically, he has, um, well, I just don't explain it. His head is actually facing. He's resting on his back. He has no neck effect. It's all floppy yeah. where his neck is. Yeah, right. So he has no cervical spine in his neck. Yep. So his head just flops back over his back. Yep. And on top of that, he's um, he's got atrophy of the leg muscles and his arms are stuck to his chest and his head is turned literally all the way back as if you can see the photos there. Um, and when he was first born, the doctors actually said they didn't think he was going to last 24 hours. Legend. Um, Already like him for that. But he's 44 uh, now, so Similar he's got age. a full career ahead of him and uh, he hasn't sort of been stopped and doing anything at all. Um, so he what's has, he done, JT? He has no problem beach. with that seeing, breathing, eating, drinking, etc. Um, so he's now launched a DVD, written an autobiography and uh, does some motivational speaking, Donnie, so I'd be looking out if I but was I've you. got no issues. JT, that is the sort of stuff I just go, I love it. But just because your body's a bit stuffed up doesn't mean you're, you're inspirational to me. Oh, it means hey, that what? you just had a shit card given to you. Yeah. Like you've got to do something with that, JT. It's like smuggling drugs and coming back and being on bloody celebrity dance shit you've got to do something with jt so mm. yep okay i agree he's had a bad card but i work with people who have been dealt a shit card every day and some of them are inspirational and some of them are just peanuts and and that's okay so as, as long as this guy is a, a decent bloke he's out there having a crack at life we can all accept that you know what it's uh, it's a tough one for him, but bloody good on him. And to say that I wouldn't go and listen to him or say that I couldn't be inspired or motivated from him is crock of shit because I, I would. But I don't – I've been around this all my life and I appreciate it for what it is, JT. I don't get hung up on it. I, don't, I think I'm a little bit disappointed. Why? Well, I just thought you were just going to chop another limb off or something because I just – I'm not that <laughs> bloody competitive, JT. I <laughs> thought you were. I'm no, JT. No, 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 no. <laughs> Saddest I want to find out about Dan Andrews and where you were on that <laughs> night because I'm not convinced. Mum is the word. Uh, <laughs> I say nothing. Um, now, right, Donnie, it's time to introduce the controversial segment that we call <laughs> Dickhead of the Week. You suck. You haven't, you haven't found me in this segment, have you, JT? Uh, you are going to get a mention at the end of this segment because you've done something <laughs> very, very silly. Or oh. some may say inspirational. I'm going with silly, stupid. Right, oh, no, far away. Idiotic. This is yours because um, you've done all the research for this show so far. Well, I'm nominating uh, the wonderful Lord Mayor Sally Cap of Melbourne. Sally Cap. Yep, and the Honourable Ben Carroll. Ben Carroll. I don't know Ben. 
Oh, uh, he's the Minister for Transport. Righto. Yep. yep. Um, and, uh, well, you know, these people here, congratulations, you are our dickheads of the week. Really? Big call? Yeah, big call, but you know what? What have they done or what haven't they done well, to your life? they're complete JT? dickheads, Don, um, because, well, we had an incident in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago um, where a horse, a carriage horse, oh, died. Back to animals, there's no winning on this. Yes, That's go correct. on, JT. So, you know, you've mm. been in those carriage horse rides where they, you know, you sit in the carriage, they take you around Melbourne, etc. What a wonderful way to see the city, don't you Oh uh, No, it's not. And uh, unfortunately, um, one of the horses actually died. Oh, that's not good. Uh, no, not good at all. Um, it's fair to say it's, yeah, it was terrible. And um, here's, here's a photo. And just to make it real. Um, that is a photo of the horse that died, still chained to the carriage. Really? They didn't even undo it? With its little friend standing next to it. So that would have been you know, really nice for that poor thing as well, right? Um, and so the reason I'm nominating um, both Sally and, and the Honourable Ben Carroll is because it's up to them to ban this shit that's happening in Melbourne. There is no need for horses to be going through in city conditions anymore. It is ridiculous. They shouldn't be competing with cars and bikes and bloody pollution and smog and noises. It is not an environment for horses. JT, what about the mounted police? Mounted police horses are specifically trained to go into those circumstances and aren't flogged and beaten and and chained up at night. Right. So you're saying, how do we get tourists around the city and make them feel you know like what? bloody We've princesses. actually got a free tram service, Donnie. Jump on the tram. It's free. You can go around and have a look at Melbourne. Uh, or jump on the bikes that can also take you around now in the carriage with the bike guy out the front right. uh, and see Melbourne that way. But um, it's just not good enough. And what basically the Minister Ben Carroll, he said he was saddened by the images of the internet. Well, that's great that you're saddened, mate, but how about you get off your rosy little ass? And do something about it because horses are still treated as a vehicle at the moment. It is up to you as the roads minister to say enough and ban them from Melbourne. And Sally, in 2017, Melbourne City of Melbourne did stop providing permits for horse-drawn vehicles in some parts of the CBD. But get your finger out of your ass and, and make it the whole city wide. So you are my dickheads of the week. Well, JT, on that, while you were doing that, I wasn't laughing at your outrage. I was actually laughing at a little f- bee has flown in here oh, no, and so Oscar Oscar's has got to- <laughs> it in its sights and, and about to rip through the studio any second. So uh, anyway, stay tuned for that. We'll have the Minister for Bloody Cat Welfare on our case <laughs> in a minute when this happens. Uh, very, very true. Now, of course, with everything bad means there must be something good. Got so something we good, have got... We've got a hero. Yeah. Oh, and talking about karma in the world... Yeah. Um, Poor horse that we've just shown. Well, you know what? There's some bloody good humans around because we found this guy here um, in the floods. And obviously there were some devastating floods in New South Wales a, a couple of weeks ago. And oh, we yeah. lost a lot of livestock, a lot of homes, a lot of cars. Uh, it was pretty sad. And uh, you see people like this. I hope it works. It's the fifth horse I've saved, mate. They're not my ponies. We've pulled nine head of cattle out. Now one of these horses. We're just working through the district. That, my friend, are two unsung heroes that deserve a bit of credit. Well done, boys. That is awesome. Bloody oath, mate. Anyway, and that's what I like about it. A a hero doesn't need to wear a cape, JT. They can just step up, see someone needs a hand or an animal needs a hand and and just give them a bloody hand. So good on them. Yeah, that's what I reckon. I'll tell you what. We would really like to know who they were. If anyone listening to the Giddy Up podcast knows who that one was, 
Like if we can track them down, we've got some ripping sponsors, JT. I think we could um, send that bloke a Yarra Valley Big Cat beer Ooh, slab. That is a JT. great idea. If we can track them down, you've we got a fantastic slab from the Big yes. Cat oh, on the way. Wouldn't they love that? It's bound to be an inspirational beer or something. It well deserved, wouldn't it? Hey? Yes. Now, be um, we've been having uh, a money whisper on for about oh, six yeah. months now. He's yeah. given out some crapping, cracking tips, I should <laughs> yes, say. Yes, And uh, I do want to say that um, this, this is a really good one because he's actually wrapped up has he? Tips over the last seven, six months. Oh, I haven't listened. And uh, to actually just sort of, you know. Let's find out what he's got to say, it, JT. Call it out as it is and say whether he got it right or, or not. So right. uh, let's let's have a listen. No, not that one. That's not it? <laughs> no, it's one of these. You've just got to press just, one of these buttons, Donnie. It shouldn't be that hard. Error 19 <laughs> for JT. Here we go. G'day, guys. It's the Money Whisperer here. It's been six months since I started um, providing some uh, updates on all things finance and money for this podcast. So I thought it'd be a good time to do a bit of a stock take, so to speak, on the recommendations and discussions we've had over that time. Um, we discussed fixing home loans. It'd be a good time to fix your owner-occupier principal initials for three or four years. Still believe that to be true. Um, I spoke a lot in the property circle, spoke a lot about buying on the Sunshine Coast Coastal Mornings Peninsula because I believe the property market will be very strong for the next 18 to 24 months. Um, still hold that to be very true and anyone who's bought in those places would be pretty happy, I'd suggest. Um, we've spoken about a few shares. Webjet, we spoke about it when it was $3.90. Today it's $5.64. Still think it's a good um, buy or hold if you already own them. Um, so give that one a tick. A2 Milk, we suggested it was potentially a good time to buy in it $10.20, that's tanked down to $7.90 as the ongoing issues with China have um, continued. I'm not going to buy any more, but if I didn't have any, I'd, at $7.90, I'd be buying in for sure. Long, I still believe in the long-term um, success of the business. Um, just it's just had such such big part of its market was China that it's been severely impacted, but um, I still believe at $7.90 they'd be a good buy-in, but I'm not buying anymore because I have bought in at a higher price. Uh, Treasury Wines suggested that at $8, it's gone to $10.40. I wouldn't buy any more at that price, but I'm happy to be in at the at, and holding my profit there. In terms of the cryptos, well, anyone could, be, could, could look a genius in this space currently. Uh, first suggested Bitcoin in October. It's up 300% since then. I still believe long-term it's getting to all sorts of prices, so... Um, if, if you're prepared to buy it and just put it, put the code in the drawer for a few years and not even think about it, great investment in my opinion. Um, Handshake, mentioned that a month ago, it's gone up 63% since then. I st- still um, believe it's got, it'll hit a dollar um, in the not too distant future. And Haven Protocol, since we mentioned that at the end of February, it's up 150%. Still a big believer in that project. So, so in most cases, a lot of ticks there, but um, a big cross there for A2 Milk. And hopefully the next six months we can have a bit more luck going forward, um, continue to have a bit more luck. Talk then. Cheers. Well, there we go. Some uh, some bloody great tips. I tell you what, we've got chaos in the studio because uh, somehow we've had the window open. A bee has got in, and Oscar yeah, has a gone. Wasp, he's he's yeah. just like game on, and he's just jumping over everything. <laughs> he's gonna take no um, prisoners. You just need to stay right where you are, my little friend. Um, now. Um, yeah, some some he pretty much got everything right, really. Let's be honest. A two milk just stuffed us, didn't it? That yeah, was the only that was one. The only one, and that'll yeah. come back. Yeah, so. that's all right. It's only that's time. But so, uh, so basically, anything he says, treat it like gold. Yeah, and, mate. Uh, you can't go wrong. 
He would have made you a lot of money if you'd followed all his advice. Well, he sort of has, JT, which is wonderful. So, and it's he's not done yet. That's what I like about the finance whisperer. The money whisperer, he's literally, the thing I like the most about it, and the same why we've got Nant, is that these guys have got skin in the game. They're not just bloody lecturing, giving out bullshit information. They're actually doing, that's what I liked the most out of that one. He says, if I didn't already have some. Yep. So, yeah, good boy. Love that's it. exactly right. Now, speaking of awesome bloody tips, Donnie. Oh, Yes. What, what, JT? Yeah. Sounds like a life hack, guy. It is a life hack, Donnie, and we're going to share two, two, um, two life hacks with you here. One just blew my mind. Did it? I, yeah, I never knew this, so I'm just going to show you as a video, but you, the audio will tell you all you need to right. know. Okay. Did you know the hole in the middle of the pasta ladle fits one serving of pasta? Donnie, did you know that? Yeah, I've seen that before. Has you? Never bloody used it. I, don't I did not know that. I've always wondered why there was... I just thought it was the water to drain out. I did not know that, that was for one serving of pasta. One serving? Yeah. So if you're four of you, you put four, you know, four holes of pasta I in. thought what they just whacked in there was enough for four. No. Nah. So, one all right. Serving. Well, that's bloody... There we we'll go. have First a crack tip. of that over Easter break. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, uh, the second tip we want to share with you is... Uh, what do we call it? It's for the dishwasher. Now, you know how sometimes when you get your cutlery out of the dishwasher, it's got, you know, the stain sort of over it? Um, uh, no, because I got rid of my dishwasher and put another drawer in. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, for those that have got dishwashers, got you know, kids, you know, I don't need a dishwasher. You know what I'm talking about. So here's a handy little hack that will fix that little problem up. Right, what do you got? Let's have a look at this. What I've learned on TikTok. Take your aluminum foil, put it in your sink, take your baking grease. Pour it in, and when it's dry, your grease, you just wrap it up into a little pouch. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and you just throw it out. That was the one I was actually planning on showing, but it's still a good one. Because, <laughs> you know, when you if you pour that down your drain, that's how you clog up your drains. Right. So... Sorry, JT. We're just, just having a wasp attack oh, here. I thought I'd moment. get that little sucker. I reckon I'm giving him a headache. Should be <laughs> Oscar easy is picking seriously Oscar. trying to have a crack here. Um, so that was a little hack, Donnie. I don't right, know if it'll yes. work or not. That was good. Nothing to do with dishwasher. I thought she was going to pour that in the dishwasher. Yeah, so do I. I got the wrong one. I had a couple of hacks. I went with the wrong one. I pushed the wrong button. That is the ninth. No, the 20th. <laughs> Are we in double figures yet? I'm pretty sure I said we'd hit double figures. Uh, now, Don. Um, we'll take it. I, there's a couple of things happening. Right, I've, got, I've got got dad joke. I've got to get this. Yeah, you get him. Hang on. Uh-oh. Take me off this, for a minute, JT. This could be... Uh, I used to... Seriously. Uh-oh. I was Mr. Miyagi in a previous life. This isn't going to win well. No, no, I'll this, get it. This watch. isn't going to win well. I guarantee I'll get this. Watch it. Right. Donnie anyway, is taking on, this focus. very seriously. Look at this. Watch for those watching at home. I'll just walk you through it. He's now currently tracking it around the ceiling. It's now up the top. He reckons he's going to try and get it up on the... I'm going to wait for it to come down. I'll get it. How are you going to get it exactly? I'm just going to clap and squash it. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Seriously, I had Uncle Snake, and he taught me how to kill flies. And wasp can't be that much different. Well, while Donnie's doing that, right. it's uh, it's we've got a couple of things coming up. We have got Dad Joke of the Week. I'm going to hit that with you now. But we have some pretty exciting breaking news relating to Don Don himself. Oh, so, yes. But before we do that, <laughs> Dad Joke of the Week. Yeah. Wow. Now, this one has a little bit of extra, um, well, humour in it because for those of you that know Don's wife, uh, most of you know her as Boof. Yes. But, of course, her actual name is Denise. 
Right. I just thought that was important context before I actually read oh, out no. this joke. So um, I've now... I've got to go home to work. How are you going with the wasp, by the way? I've just got it in my sights. You're, you're on it's it? It's on your sprinkler system. I won't hit it yet. Okay, good stuff. Oh. Um, all right, so uh, a pregnant woman gets into a car accident oh. and falls into a deep coma. Oh. Now, she was asleep for nearly six months and she wakes up and she sees that she's no longer pre- pregnant. Yeah, so frantically she asked the doctor about her baby. And the doctor replies, says, ma'am, you had twins, a boy and a girl. The babies are fine. Your brother came in and named them so everything's good. And the woman just thinks to herself, she goes, oh, no, N- not my brother. He's an absolute idiot. Oh. So expecting the worst, she asked the doctor, she said, well, what's the girl's name? And the doctor just says, well... Denise. That's turned out all right. Yeah, and the new mum thinks, well, it's actually not a bad name. I guess maybe I was wrong about my brother. I like mm. the name Denise. Good one. So then she says, well, what, what's the, the boy's name? And the doctor replies, well, the nephew. <laughs> oh, no. Poof's not going to like that. <laughs> oh, no. That's, well, that's a good one, JT. Yeah, yeah I like that yeah. guy. Okay. Like, um, open with it, but I'd give it away. All right, okay, another one. So one? there was a proposed reality TV show, and the idea was to shoot a hardcore show about the military. So they set up a scenario inside the room in, a, in the table, and seated behind the table is a woman. And the order is to kill the person inside the room. Jesus. So they're given a pistol, and unbeknown to them, it's loaded with blanks. But whoever is willing to pull the trigger yep. wins the show. JT. <laughs> Donnie has taken out the wasp. That is one Don Wasp Zero. Fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Sorry, JT. I got it. It's not a lot left of that wasp, I've got to tell you. <laughs> I got it. So the <laughs> So the reality Sorry, back to the you. reality show producers get a service member for each of the main branches of the military and everything, and they bring him in one at a time. And the first man is an airman, and the producer says, Okay, you need to kill whoever is in that room. So the airman goes pale and he just leaves without a word. Bugger that, right? Mm. So next up is a Navy seaman. So the order's given to go in and, and kill. And he responds with hesitation and he's like, oh, you know what? I signed on for college, man. I'm not here to kill people. I'm out. Oh. Okay. So following him in is a soldier of the army and he responds enthusiastically with a hell yeah, grabs the gun and heads straight into the room. <laughs> And after a moment, he heads back out and sets the gun down unfired. Looks at the producer in the eye and says, I can't shoot an unarmed woman who's just sitting there. I'm out. Mm. So by this time, the producer's getting a bit frantic that maybe this show that he thought was going to be a cracker of a reality TV show maybe just won't even get made. And the last one to come in is a Marine. So the Marine walks in and the same order is given. Well, you need to kill whoever sits in that room. Can you do it? And the Marine responds with a nod, picks up the pistol and without hesitation heads in. And the producer hears gunshots <laughs> before the door finishes closing. And then after some brief silence, he hears a cracking sound followed by a blood-curdling scream. So the Marine walks out holding a table leg covered in blood. And the producer immediately asks, mate, what, what happened? 
And the Marine tosses the pistol down and looks him right in the eye and says, well, mate, some dumbass put blanks in your gun, so I had to improvise. Anyway, <laughs> mission's accomplished. <laughs> oh, no, JT. <laughs> oh, those Marines. That's, uh, that's sort of a good one, JT. You like that one? <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time coming, that one, wasn't oh, it? No. Now, uh, now um, we've been teasing this for a while, but we have it. Anyone who's been listening to the show knows that that is our breaking news right. sound, Donnie. That's this is hot off the press. Hot. JT, off the we've press. got some breaking news. Donnie, is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners around maybe some activities or, I don't know, some sporting ambitions or just something that you may have got up to recently? Well, apart from just making bloody mincemeat of that wasp, JT. <laughs> Ninja like. Which, yeah, seriously, I'm happy to say I still got it. But <laughs> that still got it was put to the test. JT, I was thinking about my life and I was looking at my little fella and I was thinking, my son, that was not the other little fella. <laughs> well, you need a um, magnifying glass for that one. So, yep, yeah, yeah. so uh, turns out I, uh, I thought to myself, I don't know that I'm being the best role model for my boy. Like I, the girls, they've all grown up bloody awesome, but mm. and uh, since have, I've been yeah. home brewing and stuff, it's consumed a bit of my time. And I thought, nah, mm. I'm just turning a little fatty. So I decided, JT, what do you know? I've taken up footy, as in yep. soccer. seniors, soccer. Nah, Aussie rules, mate. Seniors Indoor. over forty fives. Yep, the old blokes. We all just well, I, when I say we all, I went to my first training session last night, JT. Bloody mm. loved it. How you feeling? Let's pull up. 4.30 this morning, <laughs> I got up and crawled my sorry ass to the bathroom to get some painkillers. JT, oh, so just, just a couple of like Panadol maybe, wasn't no, it? No, bloody what, what? endone, mate. I needed the hardest <laughs> shit I could get. Oh, JT, I was in all sorts, mate. I couldn't move my arm. I'm crawling like a shot dog through my bedroom. <laughs> I couldn't even put my knee down, mate. I was in so much bloody pain. And then I figured the old man's missions, his little words popped in my head. No pain, no gain. And I thought, well, stick your gun up your ass because this is too much pain. But no, seriously, JT, I'm I'm back, mate. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. It's like one session in. So, but if I can recover, we play every couple of weeks and we train every Wednesday. So that's it, mate. That's the the big news on the Don segment at the moment. It's uh, it's a a mission that I hope to get through this season. We are very much looking forward to your debut game, and I can assure you the giddy-up cameras will be present. <laughs> yeah, I sort of sensed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll be a pretty much a full film crew. I didn't touch much of the bullet training last night. I did my first real touch of it. Mm. It come in, and I haven't kicked the footy for 20 years, like apart from a few little kicks with me mate, mm. me little fella. It, it come in, and it come in pretty bloody hard, Nathan Buckley style. It hit me arm, banged up, and hit me in the face. Like, fucking, I thought, I'm going to end up with a black eye just from trying to take a mark so anyway it's uh, uh, good news is that I, I fit right into this team of blokes that are just out there having a bit of fun trying to uh, you know move around and, and move it before we lose it hang on a minute I think there's more breaking news there's more breaking news JT I don't know if I like the sound of this what's your more break Have you, this, are you coming with me Donnie now, I realise that Nant is very physically close by, but if I was to announce a comeback of football... 
You bloody ripper! <laughs> it's in the wrong segment, JT. Yeah, uh, well, can't do it then. Bugger it. Oh, no, well. no, you can. <laughs> no, I can't. You want to join? No. There's your neck that's fixed. I'd love to. Are you kidding me? I've, I still haven't been to gyms literally this year. I am still struggling a bit. But once that's settled, look out. I'll just, JT, I, I won't be been playing a game. But 20 I might, years, mate. Come with I might me. just come down and do a bit of training. You just never know. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> look out. Now, Donnie, we always love uh, ending up the show with the final fling where you give some wonderful words of advice. Now, JT, my final fling for this week is this. Pick your influences. Just because somebody's inspirational, just because uh, things come your way, doesn't mean that they are your they are your inspiration. You can choose who inspires you. And the way to do that, a great way to do that, is get rid of the shit that stresses you. Get unfollow things that you're finding your your blood riles when you when you read it or see it when people that you you flick past their thing because they give you just block them move on and start to go into things that you actually like follow it comment and more of that stuff will pop up so your social media has a huge bearing on on you on your behavior and and so too does your network of friends and the people that you're in your circle so my advice JT this week is to notice who is in your circle whether it's on the media whether it's in your person and uh, and surround yourself with positive people because positive things happen to positive people wonderful advice Donnie uh, it now of course that doesn't apply at all to the Giddy Up podcast? No, um, no, with the exception to the rule. Everyone needs an exception to the rule. <laughs> so keep that in the feed. In fact, share it with other people. Tell That'd others. be bloody awesome. Even if they right. don't like that shit, ram it down their throat. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, um, well, there we go. We, we Look, we've managed to survive. I think we got into double figures with technical difficulties, but we kind of got through. We've had and wasps. We've had to we ninja. Wasp, we've, we killed that wasp, Me and Oscar wiped him out. Hey, JT, what I want to say is we've missed our, our mad mate Mick this week. We have. Yarra Valley Big... Cat company and our tradie.com voucher. Missed it. We missed a lot. Missed a lot this week, but we will, through the powers of technology, we'll get them both back next week. And I'll tell you what, now is a perfect opportunity mm. to uh, just take a moment. Mm-hmm. And Mick mentioned it last time, and we're still on the hunt. We've got some cracking yarns mm. that have come through. So we want a few more, mm-hmm. and that is to share with us mm. the family legend. So if you've got a story in your family that is bloody bigger than Ben Hur, someone met the Queen, someone you know did something amazing mm. we want to hear about it family legends right up so go. right send, into it send it in yeah yep and uh, give us a ring buddy write it in and uh, you've got a slab coming your way if it's chosen as the best awesome there we go thanks everyone for listening and we will catch you probably next week where we've got over all our stupid commitments we're back mm. into a bit of a routine so we will see you live again uh, next week we'll announce the date and time soon giddy up bye for now well, sort of now, because Don's got to do his big finish, you know. This is, yeah, this is it. It's traditional. Did I get that, Jay? I think I missed him. Yeah, you can miss, com- uh, completely shit. stuffed it up. Yeah, yeah. I've got to get there. <laughs>